It's a great time to be alive. It's a great time to be alive. My body, my body, my body, my body. Hello and welcome to the girls who came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. I'm Aaron. I was trying to be sexy. It didn't work. Sorry. <laughs> I had phlegm. <laughs> I just did all of that with a cat on top of me. <laughs> like as, as soon as we Shambles. started the silence... She like just got on top of me, and I couldn't get around. It was her. a little bit longer silence. I was like, "Something's going That's on." That's why I was trying to get her to move that and be quiet at the so same time. So funny. And then I was like, "I'm always like the loud, obnoxious one of the episodes." So I was like, "Don't be doing what you've been doing lately, Aaron." We're like, "I'm Aaron." That's annoying. <laughs> so I was trying to be like NPR. I'm Aaron. You know, but like I had phlegm, <laughs> so it didn't work. <laughs> Who is running this? Shambles. Who is running this? The cats. Pony the cats show? are running. The cats it. are running it. <laughs> oh my god. Uh. All right. So how are you so, doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks. It's a beautiful day in sunny Los Angeles. It was sunny here today too, and like warm. Oh, oh yeah. You said it was warm. Yeah, I that's didn't cool. Appreciate that. I'm sorry. Thank you. I, so, I mean, should... I, it's beautiful. It's lovely. If it would stay like this, that'd be just fine. I think now that you've sold your house, you should move here because I know, <laughs> I know you're like, no, no, nope. <laughs> hear me out. <laughs> hear me out. It's always like the weather is going to really make nice. you feel better. Yeah. The weather like, would be nice. Can we so like take much... your weather and put it here? Can I just like steal your weather? No, because racism no. and homophobia would like mess it up somehow. Like I can't, oh, can't have, yeah. you can't have nice things. <laughs> you can't. Nope. You're right. You're absolutely no, here right. We just have insanity and like flakeism. You know, yep. that's what we have to balance it out. But yeah, like this morning I woke up, it was cold. Now it's like 60 or 70 or something like that. Like it's always about 60s, 70s. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes it'll be in the 50s. But that's usually like night or morning. Um, sometimes it'll be like. 90s or 80s because it's summertime right but it's pretty damn like temperate (laughs) but warm warm side of temperate so pretty damn temperate yeah and no humidity that's nice yeah and like today when i was getting dressed to go out this morning i was like oh i need like a coat because it's cold and i walked out i was like no (laughs) jk i know like i was like no i no, I'm fine. When I walk to work, I usually have like a jacket, but no. I even was like looking last night because my faux leather jacket is looking like ridiculous, like horrible. Like it's, oh, no. it's, you know, like faux leather only lasts for so long, really. Um, it's not great. Well, sometimes it's made better than others, but um, I think I've had this jacket maybe four years or so, and mm-hmm. wore it a lot, and like the collar is all jacked up like it's not looking good (laughs) it's starting to like it's really flaking it suddenly is like flaking off and i was like oh this is not good so i was looking at like um maybe what's on sale because it's the end of winter Mm -hmm. and stuff isn't on quite enough sale yet um but um hopefully they had like i know and so i was looking like i'm definitely gonna get like another faux like leather moto jacket because i'm too cool for school and (laughs) um but then i was like i don't really need a winter coat unless i go to toronto and just like the winter <laughs> so mm-hmm. to, which i want to do i miss it so bad um i don't want to go in winter necessarily but <laughs> but just, just at some go. point yeah um do you want me to talk about today's holiday i didn't even give you a warning oh yeah i've not been warned i know you have no idea um it's national chocolate cake day oh shit i gotta get some chocolate cake i know there's <laughs> one in this house in this apartment i, I need to fix that yeah, but you're babysitting tonight. Oh no. Yeah. <clears throat> Maybe I don't know. If you do, if you get out before midnight, go by like Harris Teeter and get like yeah, a slice of cake. Get some chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like you can make some, but that's the thing. Like who wants to make a whole cake? Like get out of here. What are you doing? <laughs> it's too much. Unless you have like too people much. to eat it with. I don't there's no I used to make I used to do that. I used to make um like funfetti cake. Uh that's my but favorite. I think the, the first time that I lived like on my own, like when I was like in undergrad and stuff. I mean, Funfetti is the best, especially it. when they have like the rainbow chip icing and yep. the, like ugh, so good. Um, so I think, but I think what I used to do was Funfetti with just like 
chocolate icing and I and I remember I would just make it sometimes and then like when I was so broke I'd be like well here's my lunch some cake, cake for lunch <laughs> it has like enough which, calories you know which fits into like, today's episode oh when Susan's like I hate people who eat cake I didn't even think She's about the hate connection us. <laughs> yeah yeah so that's today. Um, I liked some of the writing that I read in it. That's why I picked this one. The other okay. one is um really funny. The other one is National Seed Swap Day. So what? I know, like swap seeds with like farmers or gardeners or something. Oh, I thought you meant like literal, like where you're sitting. I was like, well, I can swap seats with the cat. But that's why it. did you put that barrier on it? Why did it have to be where you're sitting? Because you said be- seats. No, seed, seed, seed. Oh, I thought you said seed, seed S-E-A-T. No, n- neither make sense, really. No, <laughs> n- that's why I was just like, well, that doesn't make sense either, so. <laughs> S-E-E-D. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense than what I was thinking, though. <laughs> you, I think you may have missed it. I was like, yeah, like gardeners. or <laughs> you may No, no, I thought you when you said that, I thought you meant like swap places. You're swapping places with the farmer. So you like appreciate where they're coming from Uh, and like you're swapping the seat of where they live. I don't know. That website is weird sometimes. I don't know. (laughs) You made it so much better. You're welcome. You made it deep. You're like, yeah, Yeah. you gotta swap seats and see what it's like to be like a (laughs) someone in that seat. Sit in the seat of the farmer. I think most people would say like shoes, you know. Like yeah, you, no, that's that's why I was like, what's wrong with this website? Shoes. But they've done weird things before, so. I one time literally swapped shoes with one of like the cutest boys in our school, who was like super gay from Brazil, and for some Aww. reason we just like swapped shoes, and it was so I don't remember why. Oh, I think because he wanted to see what I had Birkenstocks because I was a little hippie, mm-hmm. uh, and he wanted to see what Birkenstocks felt like because um, he didn't wear them in Brazil. I guess I have no idea. And oh, he also was my date for like prom too. Man, I was like so Aww, popular. Cutie. I know. Well, he was like super gay, but he was so gorgeous, right? <laughs> but I remember like swapping, like literally swapping shoes. <laughs> so strange. What do people do? But I do remember afterwards, people were like, I don't remember what. Oh no, I don't remember what his name was. Oh no, I'd have to ask. Oh him. no. Oh, too many years so have passed. I know. I'm too old. Concussion, but I do remember people being like, "Oh my God, they're those shoes, whatever his name was, shoes." And I was like, "Yeah, he wanted to try mine." (laughs) (laughs) People are so strange. So I found out what it was to like spend a day in his shoes because people were enamored with the fact I was even wearing them, (laughs) (laughs) even if they didn't have a crush on me. Wow, what a stupid story. Okay, so let's get back to other stupidity with chocolate cake. (laughs) Excuse me. Do we need a birthday, wedding, or anniversary to have chocolate cake? Hell no. Not, to- <laughs> Not today, because not it's today, Satan. Chocolate- I know that's why I said it. They said the date, but I changed it to not today for you, <laughs> um, because it's National Chocolate Cake Day. In America, chocolate was consumed primarily as a beverage until the 1830s or 40s. I didn't know that. Like chocolate, like, you know, like mm-hmm. chocolate. Like, oh, give me some of that. Um <laughs> I think I'm going to put some, I'm going to actually make my, my chili, um, this weekend since, uh, my roommate's not here. Hey, and I can just take over the kitchen. Uh, I'm just going to put it in the crock pot. So it's not really a big mm-hmm. deal, but I think I'm going to put, I have some dark chocolate. I may put dark chocolate in it and so and I have that espresso good. that's instant. I may put instant espresso in it to give it that like kind of, Ooh, you know, like people do that when they put, Oh, but I don't have like chilies, chili, chilies. I just have chili seasoning. People do that when they have, when they put like smoked, you know, chipotles in there and then they put like, it'll put espresso or chocolate and make it kind of like mole. Mm-hmm. It's like cool. Anyway, um, anyway, chocolate cakes, as we think of them today, mostly did not exist then. According to the Dover Post, the chocolate cake was born in 1765 when a doctor and a chocolate maker teamed up in an old mill. Wow, what? Okay. Um, <laughs> they ground up cocoa beans between huge millstones to make a thick syrup. The liquid was poured into molds shaped like cakes, which were meant to be transformed into a beverage. Okay, that's not... That's, that's not cake, though. That's still not cake. A no. popular Philadelphia cookbook author 
Oh, Eliza Leslie, that's you, published <laughs> the earliest chocolate cake recipe in 1847 in the Ladies' Receipt Book. I guess it's for ladies. Ladies make chocolate cake. Unlike chocolate cakes we know today, yeah, apparently nothing like this is what we eat today. This recipe used chopped chocolate. Okay, weird. Yeah, I guess because we use like cocoa powder. Other cooks of the time made, you know, contributions. Okay, the first boxed cake mix was a created by a company called O'Duff and Sons in the late 1920s. Betty Crocker released their first dry cake mixes in 1947. Hmm. People are real um, uh, judgmental of like cake. Like they're like, oh, you make it from a box. I'm like, yeah. And it's good. Yeah. You could also do it from scratch if I want. It doesn't matter. In the box, they just, it's, it's all the, it's just all the dry ingredients measured. Why are you going to be, why are you going to be judgmental about it? It's not like it's completely, you know, no, it's just like following recipe except for all my dry shits all together already mm-hmm. fine with that stop being dumb um stop being dumb <laughs> i'm sassy today sassy. uh yeah so there we go did you have a sugar baker moment this week kind of um so i all of my kind holds of, you're not gonna own it okay <laughs> <laughs> so Sorry. all of my holds from all the libraries that oh I my use on overdrive are just like yes. ready like now <laughs> could get halfway through and they're like it's ready it's ready and like i put these on where they're like 50 people in line like i expect to wait a while but this is the week like everything is ready this week (laughs) so i've listened to a lot of audiobooks this week they may have a lot of copies since it's since you're doing nypl they may have a lot of copies yeah inside for everyone else i get the emails about these because leslie uses my nypl Um, like uh, e stuff, you know, like to get audio all the time, or to get ebooks or whatever. Um, like she uses lot. my login because I have it because my goal is to have to live in a lot of major cities and to have their libraries apparently. Um, and so I get like the email that it's like something I have not remotely asked for. It's been <laughs> automatically downloaded or added to my account, and I love the names of these titles and stuff. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? So I just forward them to Leslie. They're all wonderful. Um, Man. and this week, hmm. You had a lot this week. I had a lot this week. My favorite ones this week were uh, Jennifer Lewis's memoir, uh, The Mother of oh Black my God. Hollywood. I forgot they had her and Taraji. Yeah. In the and the other week. one was Taraji. And <laughs> wow. Be- it's been a long they're, like, those are my two favorites this week. And they both read them. And they yes. are both everything. And yeah. spoilers, if you're thinking about reading Jennifer Lewis's book, listen to the audiobook because she sings. Uh, yes. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's funny when you were like offering, like, do you want me to keep these? And I was like, oh, man, I, that sounds amazing. I'll just have to get back to it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm so just fiction now. And I'm like, just give me the fiction. And yeah, I do that. I go through cycles. Yeah. But I love people's biographies and I love when they read them. It's so much more special mm-hmm. to me. I yeah. love read by the author. And then Taraji, oh, like in college, she was singing like in a diner was like her, one of her jobs. So and good. she totally sang Tina Turner in that diner. And she totally sang believe. Proud Mary. And now there's a movie yeah. with Taraji called Proud yeah. Mary. I love it. It's really cool. Mm. So yeah, it was a good week in audiobooks this week. That kind of helped you get through all the other slides. It did. Right? It really <laughs> did. Because there were those two. I'm listening to Why We Sleep Right Now, which is really good. Mm-hmm. And there were definitely a couple of others. What does the what does the why we sleep kind of go over? It's like super in depth. Like this guy it. is like a really smart, like neuroscientist or something. Mm-hmm, I don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So he like breaks down all of the science, mm-hmm. um, like at a level where I can understand it. So he mm-hmm. talks about like the parts of the brain, and he talks about like when we started to sleep, like at what evolutionary point we started to sleep, Whoa. and like why it's important, and the effects that like. Um, mother's habits have while they're pregnant on the <gasps> fetus's sleep and like what? how that affects their entire life and what? how some people That's are naturally amazing. night hours owls some people are naturally like evening people and then like hmm. actually very like a small percent of the population are actually morning people particularly teenagers which is why it's a problem when you get a nine to five job or an eight to five job and you have to go to school as a teenager because like a lot of people are not wired that way and how, like, just saying, oh, I just do it, you'll see. get used to it, is, like, total bullshit. Because if that's not yeah, who you are wired to be, like, you'll just never get used to it, and you're always tired. Yeah. It's really cool. Yeah. It's really long, too, so I'm learning a lot, and I'm missing a lot. 
because it's or it's just really move hard to another science. coast and you'll just be on <laughs> your old. I'm serious. I really think I'm just kind of wired to be East Coast. Yeah, no, he because talks about that too. He talks about yeah. traveling because he lives in Seriously? LA. Yeah, of course he does. Everyone does. Everyone lives here. I love when people are like, "You're in the same city as Pum Pum Pum," and I'm like, "Yeah, I'm in the same city as and a lot of people. eighty million other people." <laughs> hey, lot. Oh, so funny. But yeah, it's really good. I recommend it. Uh, that's amazing. Okay. Did you cool. have a sugar baker moment this week? Yeah, mine were both today actually, which is good because this week was kind of meh. Whatever, it was okay. Yep. The, well, okay. <laughs> actually, shout out. My supervisor gave me a really cool moment that I was going to kind of share with you yesterday. It wasn't in relation, like it wasn't exactly in response to anything. I have um, in my residency, I have an individual supervision usually like once a week or sometimes we skip if things happen. But um, so that I can talk about because of my program being so intense and in depth and, you know, I have usually at least a, a big dramatic death a couple of times a month and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, like where you're with a family for like hours and, um, and we, we, and you, you have to go through all your own shit and like all that stuff. That's what they do. Uh, and one is to weed out, uh, people that probably should not be chaplains. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, we've had two people drop out, you know, and, and, and the time I've been here, uh, in my first internship, we had one person drop out after a couple weeks, like, um, I know someone else that has gotten farther along in her residency than I have and, and has dropped out and probably is not going to continue. So, yeah. So part of that's to weed out. But also to kind of get you to, you know, learn skills to to fortify yourself as you move forward if you're going to. So we we're talking about something yesterday. And I love this, like, tidbit she gave me that I wanted to kind of share with you. Excuse me. And other people was um she was thinking about. I told her I'm going to go into therapy and, and have to deal with a lot of stuff from like my childhood and like abuse and whatever, which is like going to be fun. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, but it's like, it's, I think the time is going to be now to do it. And, um, and she was saying something and I wasn't talking about anything particular, but she was saying that one thing that she hopes to kind of discuss with me or like hopes I bring forward into this journey of like looking at past and, and deciding, you know, what is good what's bad or whatever you know processing stuff she was saying that one thing she disagrees with modern um psychotherapy is a lot of times they just pathologize things and like oh you you had to do this to cope and it's bad and you have to let that go and all that stuff and she's like and also she's from japan and you know japan's a lot about like honor and 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 your story and ancestry and stuff and she was saying that um um she didn't use the word honor, but that's the wording I kind of have added to it that she was saying to honor the coping skills that have gotten you this far, you Hmm. know, like, don't just be like, like everyone, like they call it neuroses, you know, like, Oh, like I do this because of this and all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And, and then she's like, yeah, that's real. But if you didn't learn these skills, you could have been dead. You could have been in the in the um, psychiatric ward. You could like have all these things like there are so many things that could happen that if you hadn't learned how to deal with whatever has been in your path along the way, then you wouldn't be where you are now. So Mm -hmm. it's worth it to respect and honor those things and then just decide, okay, you're not helping me anymore. I don't need you as a skill. I don't need you as a coping mechanism. You know, like if that makes sense, like especially mm-hmm. like as you and I have been talking about so these like really deep things and learning mm-hmm. like why you do what you do and, and, and whatever. It's like, OK, yeah, but you can also decide I don't need to do that anymore. Um, yeah. But it doesn't mean that like it's all bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's right. just all wrong. So I thought I found that was a really, really insightful moment that she left me with yesterday, which was great because I was like about to fall asleep standing up at work. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was so I almost went to sleep at six thirty. <laughs> like I watched an episode of The Good Place, and I was like, "Uh, I can't go to sleep at six thirty on a Friday. <laughs> It'd be madness." So I made myself stay up. Um, other two. Sorry to be like you know really talking about sugar bacon moments for five years. Um, mm-hmm. my I got to take a Fair Isle knitting baby sweater knitting class this morning at my favorite local knitting shop, The Knitting Tree. Um, which is adorable. Definitely check them out there in Inglewood if you're in the area and they have brunch on Sundays and 
very, very knowledgeable and friendly staff because some knitting places, they're very judgmental and horrible, which is what's me and some of (laughs) my classmates were talking about. Um, Excuse me. And a good range of like prices for yarns and stuff. They're like uh, extra materials are real expensive. (laughs) That is one thing that's like, (laughs) oh, my God, why is that bag like $30? You know, (laughs) but um, um, but like the but the range of of yarn is very good uh as far as like you can get really really fancy hand painted stuff or not uh my teacher was norwegian as i was telling you like you know, fair isle and antarja are kind of more complicated knittings and you see them a lot in scandinavia they're really like multicolored sweaters mm-hmm. and stuff and people i know like in germany and like norway and sweden um all and maybe finland even i don't know um all uh learn as within a certain generation they actually learned in school as children how to knit mm-hmm. so like my teacher who's not old she's maybe in her 40s or so uh well 40s 50s um she was talking about how she just showing me a way to hold yarn because i was already knitting in the same style as her and she was like it's gonna take practice but like um it took me a long time to learn but i've been doing this since like i was like six or something she said and so <laughs> i was like wow okay um but it was a really fun class and and I, it was one of the things that i'm doing as like my fun things you know mm-hmm. um for because it's a three-week class and it was a, some skills that i always wanted to learn and i've never made a full sweater um so i'm making a baby sweater and learning fair owl color changing and my friend uh bugby is preggers so i'm Aww. making um he's gonna be like a little adirondack mountain baby because she lives in the adirondacks in <laughs> new york and so i kind of took that in into account with the, the color thing it's like grays and browns and greens and like a little bit of blue because i just like blue and he's probably gonna have blue eyes knowing her Aww. and her husband well wait her eyes are brown maybe oh crap i can't remember i thought they both had blue eyes but i might be wrong but anyway i like blue um so that was one and then a little side shout out to a friend of the show nug whose wedding is today Hey, um, congratulations. Real Doug. excited. Um, I don't remember. Did we say his? I don't remember if we said his fiance's name. Why not? Because it was my um, sugar baker moment when they got engaged. Um, I got to I, I got to meet Nug in person. We knew each other's. We knew each other. <clears throat> excuse me. Via podcasts and stuff on the Internet before. And he's um, in Songbuster. And I got to meet him in person in January. And I just absolutely adore him. And I got to spend time with his now wife. Um, uh I think after the their show, their like last show, I got to talk to her for a while, and so so pleasant, and I am over the moon for them. So that's um, great. That's a, that is a sugar baker moment that they're getting married <laughs> today. And there we go. Now I'll hush. <laughs> <laughs> You're good. <No> more talking. <laughs> um, would you like for me to read the episode synopsis? Yes. Yeah. What do we watch real, this week? It's real short. <laughs> I so saw cute. that. I was like, wow, yeah. way to get into it. Yeah, I know. Freaking TV guy. Spoilers. All the time. Um, So we watched season four, episode 15, which first aired January 8th, 1990. And one thing I noticed about this show is they never took breaks the way they take breaks now. Like, mm-hmm. like sitcoms were not at the whim of crazy scheduling like they are now. Where, like, even with, like, The Good Place, they didn't have on for weeks because of stupid-ass football and like I don't know why Brooklyn Nine isn't playing right now, you know? Like, yeah, <laughs> it's like did I say nine Brooklyn Nine Nine? You know, it like seems I never like know. every year they take a little longer to come back from like I Christmas don't, hiatus. Yeah, like well, but sometimes we'll even have a couple of episodes and then they're gone again. Like it's always like, and that's any show. Like Bob's Burgers is like that. Mm-hmm. Like there's so many shows that just kind of like take breaks, and I'm like, what? Why? Okay, I guess. And I and also I'm watching them on Hulu. So it's like sometimes yeah. Hulu just hasn't updated, you know, so I don't I don't know. Um, so they actually just like, you know, they had one on New Year's Day and then they had one on January 8th. That's impressive. That's to how me. it works. Yeah. Um, this one's called The Mistress. Psst. All right. Just, OK. <laughs> I'm going to be sneaky. And the TV guide synopsis is the stupidest thing. A client wants new decor for his wife and his mistress. I'm so mad at that. That's that's so <laughs> that's lazy. I know. I know. Again, go back in time. <laughs> Fix yeah. That shit. Exactly. Get your time machine. Yes. Oh God. For that. What was the other thing I was going to do in a time machine? This week. Mm. Oh no. 
you'd said something and we're in text and i was like where's my time machine it was just (laughs) it was just as stupid as changing something and designing women but i don't remember what it was yeah okay so leslie what happened in this dumb episode this dumb episode i loved it i yelled so much at it (laughs) we start at sugar breakers and uh mary jo is late because she had to take her dog brownie to the vet yeah and this dog is gonna uh, die yeah i know she seems so upset i'm like that dog's gonna die um and julia asks her if she wants a breakfast bar and she says no she had some of quint's teenage mutant Ninja turtle cereal and then a big (gasps) gulp at 7-eleven oh god but how much do you think those are like nutrigrains like nutrigrains were the the new thing now in 19 oh yeah yeah god i hate them with all my life (laughs) (laughs) they're so disgusting i've never liked a nutrigrain bar never liked it yeah uh suzanne is grumpy because she started a diet last night Oh, no. And she is having rice cakes and like slathering jelly on top of them. I absolutely love rice cakes, but not with jelly. I don't dislike them, but I, I can't imagine them. putting jelly on them. Ho- and melt some cheese, get a slice of Munster, put it in the microwave, thirty seconds, whole new world, <laughs> whole new world. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so Mary Jo's like, you've been on a diet for twelve hours and you're already cranky. And Suzanne says, yes. As a matter of fact, after work, I'll probably be crashing my car into a Taco Bell. What's it to you? Oh, I love it. Mary Jo's like, nothing, I just hate it when you're on a diet. And Suzanne <laughs> says, that's because you're little and tiny and cute and never have to eat stuff like rice cakes. Sunny, stop. Sorry, she's all over the keyboard. Oh, um, no. And never have to eat stuff like rice cakes. Uh, should I should stuff this rice cake down your throat. Oh, my God. And their client, Ansel Pollard, is on his way. He is a wealthy stockbroker. But Suzanne's like, well, he can't be that rich because I've never heard of him. And Mary Jo says, but, you know, you didn't know about Sam Walton. He's the richest man in America. He's from Arkansas. And Suzanne says, yes, Mary Jo, that's because he lives in Arkansas. This is Atlanta we're talking about. This is my territory. I know the name of every man in the city who has money. I know the names of the men who are even thinking about having money. And I even know the names of the little <laughs> boys who are good at Monopoly. That's so funny and weird and creepy a little bit. But, you know. <laughs> and Charlene comes in with her nanny and the baby. Uh, she overslept. And so they're all, like, you know, cooing and excited that yeah. Olivia is there. Totally forgot um, the baby was born. Isn't that ridiculous? But <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> And Julia says that, like, because Charlene's talking about how she keeps them up all night, and she's always, like, she's super tired. And Julia says she'll never forget Payne's first year, and she just after that first year thought she was never going to sleep again. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne says, "I don't understand that. I got Noel when she was a baby, and she, <laughs> so yes, she's funny. a pig, but all she did was sleep. <laughs> mess, mess." <laughs> And Charlene says she's just happy they don't mind that she brings um, Olivia to work with her. Yeah. And Suzanne says, oh, Charlene, I saw two things on TV I need to tell you about. There was a oh. segment on the news about that league of breastfeeding people you like so much, <laughs> La Leaky. Charlene's <laughs> <laughs> like, Suzanne, it's La Leche. Oh, she's God. like, okay, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. Also, what is Mrs. Phil, Phil, uh, Philpot's first name? And mm-hmm. Charlene tells her, and she's like, could she ever have gone by the name of Roberta Harwood? Mm-hmm. And Charlene's like, why? I don't know, Suzanne, why? why? She said, because she looks like this woman I saw on Unsolved Mysteries. Love it so much. Oh, I love it so much. How paranoid does Unsolved Mysteries make you, though, right? Oh, like- my gosh, I love that. <laughs> I love it so I love much. It. So good. So many conspiracy theories. Oh, Especially the alien episodes when they do, <laughs> they try to do, like, the reenactment of the aliens. It's the oh best God. thing. I want to watch it right now. Stop. With their, like, late watch. 80s um, technology. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Uh, Miss Robert Stack. Okay. And <laughs> so Mr. Pollard, who is an older distinguished gentleman, who was also on that episode of Golden Girls where they did the play and he was like the famous actor and oh, they were all throwing themselves so. at him. And he was okay, like dating all of them and sleeping with oh, all of yes, them. Asshole. I saw him. I was like, yeah, this guy's an that's asshole. Him. <laughs> and the one where Blanche had put like falsies. Yeah, the bullet or was they, it balloons like, even? They were, that's right. It was balloons and they exploded oh when God. she went to hug him. It's great. Sorry. Anyway, he comes in. <laughs> this bitch. This bitch. <laughs> and he says that he's interested in neoclassic for his whole condo. Yeah. And Julia's like, that's fine, but like, I thought you wanted us to do your house. And he's like, oh, I do, but the house has to be country French. And Charlene yeah, starts like, I was buckling asleep. up already. I, I yeah. didn't know what this was called, and I was like, mm-hmm, they're going to say something stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, this is, I mean, sorry, go ahead. No, you're good. Charlene yeah. falls asleep and is snoring at her desk. 
and he's talking about how like he he's like it's fine you know i raised four kids too and mary mm-hmm. joe's like trying to politely wake her up and then she has to just be like charlie <laughs> yep and then she wakes up and she starts talking about it and she's super embarrassed and it becomes this big thing and she's like no i want to know was i really loud and they were like it's fine don't worry about it. she's like no but was i really loud i'm so embarrassed and the guy's like oh it's not that bad and suzanne's like it was pretty loud <laughs> And she's like, I told you you should have just gotten yourself a pig. I felt fresh every morning. I love that. And so he points out that um, he wants his house done for his wife and his condo Mm -hmm. done for his mistress. And it is very important that you keep them straight because his wife hates neoclassic and loves country French. Yeah. And well, this is before he does the big reveal. He's like, you. Go, it's very important yes, to keep them you straight, keep them s- separate. And Julia's like, well, won't you be going to the con- condo? And he's I like, I hope not. I, I hope, hope not. It. That's where I keep my mistress. Oh, get like, out of here! Here we go. Yeah. Yep. And then after he leaves, um, they're all like talking around like the island, and uh, Julia and Mary Jo are passing what looks to be chocolate cake around to each yes. other, and Suzanne yes. is just Perfect. like staring at them, like pissed off. Um, and then she says, you know, that explains why I don't recognize that guy's name. Anyone who keeps a wife and a mistress, I don't waste my time knowing about. I actually love that she said that. I was like, good. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, what's the point? Like, they just cause trouble. It's just like uh-huh. Grandpa Sugarbaker used to say. A man who burns the candle at both ends is just going to end up with a very short wick. Maybe my favorite dick joke ever. It's great. Ever. Julia's <laughs> like, I don't remember him saying that. And Suzanne's like, well, anyway, it's true. It doesn't matter who says it. Uh-huh. Um, I hate men who think they can have their cake and eat it, too. Julia and Mary Jo start eating the cake. Yeah, matter yeah, of fact, exactly. I hate anyone who eats cake. <laughs> One of the the cake was like passed to Julia, like under her face. You know, yes. like mm-hmm. yep. And um, so who just Suzanne... eats cake in the middle of the day, though? I think that's kind of hilarious. It's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's Georgia. It's like tea it's time. Georgia. Um, and so Julia, everybody's surprised that Julia like is taking this job and like not seemingly pissed off about it and she's Uh like you know well he doesn't want my approval he just wants us to decorate his house and his condo like it's none Uh of our business what he does and marriage is like i don't believe it uh i'm pretty sure you would be up in arms about this like Uh and julia says well if it were my husband i would be but he's not my husband he's my client and suzanne says if reese watson ever thought about having a mistress the least you would do is blow up his car and burn down his apartment my god i don't think you can be objective about this (laughs) (laughs) Mm-hmm. And so Mary Jo's like, do you think that we're just going to, like, cave under the pressure and end up telling the wife everything? And Suzanne's oh like, Mary Jo, I think that's very po- a very definite possibility. Oh, my God. <laughs> Meanwhile, Charlene is, like, half awake. She's got her head down on her desk. And she says very sleepily that she saw this movie once where Lindsay Wagner played a mistress, and she huh. was just darling. And Suzanne says, yeah, well, I saw one with Victoria Prince something. I don't know. Uh, played one, and I just wanted to just knock her teeth out. Right, Victoria Principal. That's it. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, <laughs> it's just two more syllables. You're so funny. No, because I wrote <laughs> Prince in my notes, and it was going so fast that when she said it yeah, again, right. I didn't have time to go back and fix it. <laughs> oh right, yeah, right, right. Okay, yeah. Gotcha. Sorry. And sorry. so she says that um, they're always called Bambi or BB or something, and they're always in these little tiny sports cars with their hair down to their waist and laying around like Cheshire cats. I just want to say, hey. Get a name, get a job, get a life. <laughs> Spoilers, that's today's uh, episode gif. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Um. So later at their house, they're like doing a consult for Louise, who is the wife. Um. And she mentions that she wants to go to twin size beds because they're much more practical. And Charlene keeps like trying to talk her out of it. Uh-huh. She's like, are you sure? Like, this is such a nice size. Once you go to twins, it's hard to go back. So funny. Julia's like, I think when she... They're saying, so involved in this. It's, like, really yeah. weird. They're all yeah. as hell. Julia's like, I think oh, she geez. means, like, once you get used to something, it's difficult to change. Yeah. And they keep trying to reassure her about how attractive she is. That was real awkward. That was really weird. I was like, weird. y'all need to stop. Because she's talking Just, about the curtains. Look, but, like, men having mistresses and, and... Or I shouldn't say men. I said anyone cheating on anyone is not a reflection of the attractiveness of the other person. No, you know, of the cheaty or something. It's just it's just because of people have needs right. <laughs> and they're dicks about it and whatever. You know, it's not because she's unattractive. Exactly. And <sighs> she's talking about leaving the curtain open and how there's no neighbors except somebody who wouldn't look in on her. And Charlene's like, well, that's ridiculous. I'm sure most men would give their eye teeth to just look at you through their window. Right, mm-hmm. Anthony? Don't you think that's right? 
Like mm-hmm. Anthony's like, why? Awkward. Like, don't bring why into this. Pre- don't. <laughs> and he's like, uh, sure, but I wouldn't be the one doing it because that's against the law. <laughs> so funny. And then the wife points out that she wants to get rid of the, her vanity so Ansel can put his rowing machine in there. Mm-mm. And Suzanne's like, mm, why don't you just leave it? And if he wants to row something, just tell him to go into the <laughs> lake. I love it. Oh, jeez. Uh, the maid comes in, and the florist has delivered flowers. It's uh, the wife's birthday. She reads the card and goes out of the room crying, and then Suzanne reads it out loud, and it's this, like, poetic sentence that's, like, gross um, mm-hmm. from the husband. And Julia... It's similar to what um, it's. Uh, you have to say because it's connected to a later joke about the yeah. like you're the w- light of my life. Yeah, is his like thing that he says to his wife. Yeah, and so Julia says that she has a feeling that Louise knows about what's going on, mm-hmm. and Charlene was like, "I just I was hoping we wouldn't like her. She's so nice. I can't stand mm-hmm. this." And Suzanne's like, "Well, so much for a professional and uninvolved." Yeah. And then they go to the condo, and there is a butler, which is corresponding to the maid at the house uh mm-hmm. his name is jeffrey he's very monotone and he says the mistress will be with you shortly it's weird and charlene's like it. what and yep. suzanne's like it's just a manner of speaking <laughs> and then they point out how uh this person gabby has a butler and louise has a maid mm-hmm. charlene says she likes francis better mm-hmm. suzanne says who is francis louise like louise uh, charlene's like louise's maid and suzanne says who's louise <laughs> So she's like the wife. The story. She's just hungry. She doesn't she's know what's hungry. happening. She's, she's just getting hungry. a little testy. She's getting yeah. a little hangry. Yeah. Um. So then they see an identical like flower delivery on the table, and they read the card, and it's the exact same thing that he wrote to his wife. From oh Angel. oh yeah, it's got like the light. You're the light of my life stuff, and it's like oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And Mary Jo says he ought to get a job writing for George Bush's a uh, thousand points light theme. <laughs> he has a real knack for it. Oh my god. Um and Suzanne gets impatient. She's like, I've got better things to do than wait for some concubine to fall out of bed. I could be home watching Green Acres. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> and uh Mary Jo's like, Suzanne, I think it's time for you to suck on some more sugarless candy. Oh my god. She comes downstairs and we find out like in a few minutes that they've been waiting thirty five minutes. Mm-hmm. Um and she says she's sorry to keep them waiting. She was reading. Hard. And she doesn't even know what they're here for, and yeah. she's terrible with names. As, as Julia like yeah. tries to introduce herself, she's like, "Just leave your card with um." She doesn't even know her butler's name. Oh my god! Charlene's like Jeffrey, Hard. and she's like, "I understand that Ansel has spoken with y'all, and she keeps telling them to call her Gabby." Yeah, and Charlene's like, "Did you? That's that's a really odd name. Did your parents really name you that?" It's not. And it's she not says, a "Weird name." Yeah, it's short for Gabrielle. Yeah. And Charlene says, I just thought maybe Gabby Hayes was your grandpa or something. I, what? No. What? Um, and so she is a sculptress and thinks that neoclassic style might be the best possible showcase for her work. And she might even do everything in white because that's a bold choice, don't you think? Mary Jo's <laughs> like, mm, I don't think horrible. it takes all that much courage to, especially compared to like her. Getting your brains blown out in Vietnam. Like, it doesn't take that much courage. Jeez, what a jump. And Anthony comes in. He couldn't find a place to park. He apologized for being late. And she oh, turns into a terrible, even worse, like, human being. Yeah. Uh, she takes an interest immediate, uh, like, interest in him immediately and says that she hopes this won't sound racist, but Buckle she up, has it's to going ask. to. Anytime <laughs> someone says that, the next thing out of their mouth is going to be fucking racist. Yep. She says, wherever did you find this incredibly beautiful, great black book? I can't. I my never. next three lines in all caps are, <laughs> That's oh, the my one that God. I, that I literally said in my, in my room. Or luckily, my roommate's not here. She's in San Francisco this weekend. I was like, who <laughs> the he- Who the hell? <laughs> who? I who? just said that. I just couldn't. What? Who would say uh, such a thing? Ugh. So and strange. Mary Jo almost without missing a beat is just like, actually, he just came in and filled out an application. Yeah, that's what happens. And Julia tries to, you know, introduce him for the fully realized human being that he is. What? And she's like, he's what? just one. He's just one member of our team. Yeah. Um. And since we'll be working together, my name is Julia. This is. And she's like, Jeez. I won't remember any of your names. Just tell me more about Anthony. Gross. 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 
And Julia's like, um, well, he's a wonderful employee. And Susanna interrupts her and is like, he's also in college and has very little time for a social life. Yep. But Gabby wants to sculpt him and asks him if he'd mind posing nude. And Anthony says, yes, I would. But ew, thank you very ew. much for asking. <laughs> he's so Anthony. He's so perfect Anthony. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, I would. But thank you very much for yes. asking. Like, he just has like, his little <laughs> face of like, mm-hmm, no, this is not happening. This is not. No, absolutely not. So it's like, um, I think we've gotten a little off track here. Mm-hmm. And then Gabby starts talking about his backside. No. And Julia's like, Don't. okay. You haven't taken the time to learn any of our names. And she's like, I know Anthony. Julia's like, first, you kept us waiting 35 minutes. And when you decided you were bored enough to come downstairs, excuse me, the only thing you're interested in is seducing our delivery man. Gabby's like, seducing? Well, if that's what you think I was doing, obviously you don't have the artistic sensibilities to work with me. And Julia says, no, what I don't have is the patience that's required to work with you and quite fa- frankly i find you rude lazy horny and dumb i was so happy i was so happy with that I'm, I'm an asshole because i was happy with that no me too <laughs> and she says now that we've met louise pollard there isn't enough money in the world to decorate this condo and she asks Perfect. gabby asks who louise pollard is yeah and charlene's like oh like you don't know you ought to be ashamed of yourself and then she like basically tells her that that's his wife and Gabby doesn't know he's married, and she's, like, actually really upset and starts freaking out and yeah. says that he never said anything. And she's like, I didn't know. I never knew. I didn't know. And, like, runs upstairs all upset. And Suzanne says, well, I guess she didn't know. No. Yeah. And then we come back to the van. She was a horrible person before all that. She was pretty like, terrible. She was, like, she was a dick without being a mistress. Yeah. Was, like, mean, you know. No. I mean, and also- She didn't have to, like, know she was the other woman to, like, yeah. be a dick. Like, yeah. that's not mutually exclusive or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so back in the van, Suzanne says, um, <clears throat> or Julia's like, go ahead and say it. You know, and I, I know you're dying to say I told you so. And Suzanne's like, I think everyone knows I was right. And there's no point in gloating. Um, <laughs> I just didn't appreciate how she was talking about Anthony's backside. I never noticed it. <laughs> wow. And uh, Mary Jo's talking about how Ansel's not going to want them to do anything for anyone and Suzanne just like can't get over the Anthony thing and she's like big black beautiful buck turn her name into the double NAACP that's a racial slur if ever I heard one and Mary Jo says well you would know see I know I I was thinking it (laughs) she said it I was like oh so then they decide they need to go to Louise and talk to her. But Su- uh, Charlene says that asks if they can go back to the office because she needs to nurse Olivia. And Suzanne says, look, Charlene, this is important. We can't just be running back to the office every five minutes because you joined that Laliki club. That's not the club. Don't. <laughs> it's not it. It's not it. That's not, not, not it. Mary just says, Suzanne, suck candy. <laughs> so then... <laughs> They've gone back to the house. Uh, Julia's trying to be very diplomatic and not say anything. And she's like, we've just overextended ourselves. We weren't being quite uh, realistic about what we'd be able to do with our current workload. Um, So we're very sorry. You know, we're not going to be able to decorate your house. And Louise is like, he asked you to do the condo too, didn't he? Yep. And they were like, what? (laughs) Mm -hmm. And she says, I knew it. Everything he does for me, he does for her. Oh. And so she tells them that she does know about the mistress, but she yep. doesn't want Ansel to know that she knows. She doesn't really <laughs> mind. And Julia's like, uh, we sort of told her off. Like, Charlene um, said that she got a real good, like, she should be ashamed of herself. And she was really shocked. And then, like, actually, you know, she didn't know. And so Louise is like, she, she didn't know. And Mary Jo's like, yeah, she mentioned that. And Louise is like, this is incredible. Um, now she'll throw him out, and I'll have to stop seeing Harland. And she starts, like, freaking out. I love it. And Jolene's like, it. who's Harland? They're such idiots. Why did they get involved? And then this turns into a soap opera. And oh, God. Harland, this woman. She's insane. Man, like, I want to be an, a sitcom actress in the so 80s, 90s. You had dramatic. you didn't have to have any talent. You just had so to be dramatic. A mess. You just be really over the top. I think I already am. I just am naturally. <laughs> that's, that's who you are that's on the inside. Oh damn, I love it. Sorry, uh, so ahead. Harland is the guy that she has also been seeing, and they were like, "But you were so upset when you got the flowers." She's like, "I was upset because the flowers weren't from Harland." And then she talks about how this is a nightmare and just starts, like, Idiots. pulling at her hair and almost, oh like, shrieking. It's too much. And Mary just like, I'm beginning to think that no one appreciates us. Yeah. 
And Louise well, is like, no one appreciates you, know you getting huh? your ass involved where it doesn't belong. I know. No. That's true. That Hello. is true. And Louise is like, do you know how many years it takes to set up an arrangement like this? It's so fragile. <laughs> then you come along and in one short afternoon ruin everything. Yeah. Ruin for what? <laughs> I knew he had a mistress. I knew. And she just keeps saying, I knew. And like runs <laughs> out of the knew. room. <laughs> I knew. And Suzanne says, well, my life. guess she knew. She knew. <laughs> she knew. She knew. Oh, my God. So good. And then they get back to Sugar Bakers at the end of the day. Yeah. Charlene and uh, Mrs. Philpot packing up Olivia, getting ready to go home. Aww. She says, what a day. Olivia and I are going to have our first talk about how she should oh never wear, should never marry a man who has a mistress. Or wear him, mm-hmm. I guess. That works, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Suzanne asks Mrs. Philpot, tell me, does the name Roberta Harwood mean anything to you? <laughs> I can't believe she asked it. <laughs> She's still on she that. Did. She did. And Charlene's like, you don't have to answer that, Mrs. Philpot. And Mary Jo asks Julie if she's okay because she's awfully quiet. <clears throat> and Julie's like, yeah, you know, I'm fine. So everybody heads out. Um, Suzanne asks Anthony if he's coming because she needs a ride home. And he says yes. And that's Mr. Black, beautiful buck to you, <laughs> I can't believe. Oh, God. And so they head out. And then Julia picks up the phone and calls Reese. And he, she asks if he's busy. And he says, not if it's you. And he mm-hmm. says, what's going on, Sassy? Love they so I love cute. that we get to hear him. There's not just know. like a one-sided conversation. Reese. I just, I can't with these two. And she says, nothing much. I just wanted to say that in this complicated world where people lie and cheat and steal and can't find their way home at night, I'm very glad to have you. Yeah. And he says, it's well, sounds sweet. like you had an interesting day. Do you want to talk about it? Mm. She says, no, I don't feel like talking. But I would like to see you, though. <laughs> I love, can we just. Go ahead. You have to say what she says. And he <laughs> says, should I bring dinner? And she says, no, I'm not hungry either. Let's just have pancakes for breakfast. Woo! Uh, yeah, you know, have to. <laughs> he's like, I'm audience. on my way. And she says, I'll be upstairs. <laughs> I can't believe this storyline made her horny. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> I think she just, like, appreciated him. And then when she started talking she, to him, she she's was going like, to show him how she appreciates him. Like, show kids. Him how much? <laughs> That is so funny. Oh, man. All right. Uh, Julia, <laughs> Julia, you do you, babe. You do you. Do you. you. you do you pretty well. <sighs> so you know what's funny. up. She knows what's up. She knows what's up. At least we got to hear Reese for a second, too. Yeah. yeah. That's always nice. It's yeah. better we get to see him, but I'll take talking on the phone. I know. I know. <laughs> I have to pay him more to see him. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. Oh, man. Oh, well. Did you have a favorite outfit this week? Guess what? I didn't. What? Okay, cool. <laughs> I didn't because I wasn't paying enough attention. Oh, no, same. I just went back now. I was like, oh, I noticed that oh, one. So I'll talk about thank it. Goodness. Okay, good, good. Um, It's Mary Jo's. I think they're really, they might be in like a couple outfits, but I think they might just be in the same outfit all episode this time. Okay. Um, but it's Mary Jo's and... I didn't really notice that I liked it until the end when she took the jacket off or they're at Sugar Bakers oh. and she's putting her jacket back on. Okay. So it's like this um, like high waisted skirt, I guess. It's it's not the color's not great. Like it's a just a like dull brown color. Mm-hmm. But they're like at the top of the skirt, it's like almost like a collar. It's like two Ooh. like folded over pleats that are pretty big. <laughs> oh, yeah. And like zips oh, up the middle. Oh, yeah. But it has suspenders, which I mm-hmm. like. Of course, and then suspenders. The blouse is like a white blouse, and um, at her neck, it's like a wrap. So there's yeah. like, and it just like I like that blouse a lot. There's and then a lot she going has, on. um, she has this like long. It goes with the skirt, but it looks like a trench coat. Yeah, like a wool trench coat, though, not like a. Yeah. 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 Yeah, that was very popular in that like time, mm-hmm. and I think it's kind of come back a little bit too. I've seen more like camel coats, yeah, and stuff where it's like, oh, okay. And she has on like giant earrings, and her hair is all curly and looks cute. Uh, her hair was very cute this episode. I liked it. I yep. kind of liked uh, Suzanne's, but I don't remember. I just remember it being the like, red one with the bows. Well, no, I like the green and black no. one. That she oh, had, like, yeah. When she yeah. was eating the rice cakes, and she was annoyed. I just remember being <laughs> like, she looks great in that, and like, and someone recently was like, um. Uh, judging using the word flattering like you have to have something that 
flatters your figure because your figure isn't just nice on its own or some bullshit. I was like, can we calm down with the terminology? My thing was just <laughs> thinking, I thought that. That was like, that looks good on her. Shows off the boobs, shows off the mm-hmm. hips. But um, I don't remember it enough to like say, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> so, I, spoilers, I came home like directly from my knitting class and watched the episode called And Leslie. then we taped like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> I was like, boom, boom, boom. Yeah, and I had to eat like some pizza like while I was doing it. I was like, oh my God, let's just pizza. Yeah, it's great. And now I'm going to run and do laundry and stuff. Like, it's just a full-ass day. Whole-ass full day. Ass day. Yep. I guess that's our episode. That's our episode. Leslie, where can people find us? Everywhere. We are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on Podbean and iTunes. We are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Tumblr, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook. Mm-hmm. I did that all in order. Whatever. No, um, there's no order. Find us. Keep I just posted. Exciting. I don't know if there's going to be another one, but ATX posted that festival, the TV festival from last yeah. year. Where they did like the reunion show. Yeah. They posted a panel with Linda Bloodworth Thompson, Thompson yeah. and Mary Lou Henner and like right. a couple other people. Uh, yeah. So they posted that video pretty recently. So I oh, shared that nice. on Twitter and Facebook today and I'm hoping there is another one. With the surviving ladies, I feel like there was gonna be, so, so I'll keep an eye out for that. I mean, one too. only, I mean, only, um, uh, Dixie's, yeah. Well, Dixie and um, uh, uh who, what's Meshach. her name? Oh. No, well, yes, oh, you said ladies, and so I was. Oh, thinking sorry, of, like, sorry. Meshach, uh, or Meshach, however you say it, Dixie and who, uh, uh, what is what is Bernice's name? Um, I know this. Shit, I know. I'm having Someone a moment. My tongue. Some ah. Uh, I'm like Abigail Breslin. Oh, Alice Ghostly. There you go, Alice Ghostly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that they've passed, but everyone else is still kicking. Oh my god, even Reese, I can't believe he was about nine hundred yeah. when the show started, but he's still going. Yep. I love it. So hopefully they'll post that soon. But we at least have the yeah. the one so far, so I shared that. So look for Thank that. Thank you. Well, all right. Thanks for listening, guys. Talk to you <laughs> next crazy time. Crazy episode. Talk to you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Is she gonna She's have not Dutch British? <laughs> like Suzanne. <laughs> <laughs>